0: What's up, y'all? This is the one and the only shot for Thunder Willie Mack. It's your boy, Hot Fire. This is Fred Ottman, Tugboat Typhoon. This is Royce, is Double A C Dollar Sign. Hello, everyone. This is the Interview Queen Alicia 2. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. This is the AirPod God, MLW Star, Richard Holiday. And you're listening to... And you're listening to
1: listening of broken but glorious? but glorious. Broken but glorious. Bro- bro- glorious. Hey, yeah. So, hello, everyone. It's Steven Jackson, aka CJ215, here again with another special exclusive interview. This time, I am joined by a very special guest, Israeli wrestling star Uval Goldschmidt. So, how are you doing, Uval?
0: I'm great. Thank you, Stephen. It's always a pleasure to be here.
1: Oh, no, thank you. You know, it's actually, I was kind of plotting a map when I was speaking to my family recently. So you're the first Israeli wrestler I've spoken to. So I've spoken to wrestlers from uh, America, Canada, uh, Denmark, Sweden, um, I believe Finland. So Israel, I can add to the list as well. So, you know, I've got the world map um, going on. So no, thank you for joining me. You know, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on. So the first question I have got for you, just because it's kind of the main question what's with the world, really, is how how is the sort of COVID situation for you <laughs> in uh, Israel, if it's not too much of a depressing question to ask?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. I mean, uh, the COVID situation here in Israel is now starting to get back to normal because uh, we got a lot of vaccines and, I mean, we already have like 80% of the population here vaccinated, so that's good. Uh I really hope that shows and wrestling shows will be back soon because I really miss wrestling and I haven't wrestled since December of twenty nineteen. So Wow. A long time without wrestling, yeah.
1: Definitely. You know, that's um that's nearly well, it's a year and sort of it's coming up to, you awesome. know well, nearly 14, 15 months, that's that's a long time, you that's, know, that's a long break from the ring, you know. Yeah, I
0: have a lot of ring rust to get off.
1: <laughs> I'm sure you will do, like I said just before we started, from, um, you know, while well, speaking to you and watching your work, you know, I'm sure it will uh, soon uh, disappear all that ring rust given how talented you are in the ring. Um, so the, f- the first question, the main question is, in terms of wrestling, what were your earliest memories of wrestling or where did wrestling kind of become part of your life, where did it start?
0: Um, I think it was around the age of four in the kindergarten. Um, We just used to watch it, like all the kids, and it caught me like instantly. So I think the first match I saw was with Booker T and who else was there? I remember Booker T like for sure, and I don't remember the rest, but it was like 2004. (laughs) So...
1: (laughs) can't go wrong with Booker T he yeah is. it was
0: yeah it was a long time ago so I can't really remember all of them but uh, I remember him especially He's and then an I just column. got like, caught into it and I started watching it more and more often and I mean names like The Undertaker names like Rey Mysterio names like Chris Benoit Eddie Guerrero yeah. all of them caught my attention like that quickly and became my idols I can say
1: <laughs> oh absolutely you know I mean so who I mean who's who of people you know and and me as well you know when I was growing up and watching you know Booker T's been one of my lifelong favorite wrestlers throughout you know his time in WCW and then up to the WWE and then when he was with TNA and then back to WWE and the Undertaker you know he's the Undertaker you can't it's the Undertaker Particular Undertaker? Is there a favorite Undertaker um, gimmick as well? Do you prefer the Dead Man or do you prefer the Underbiker yeah, as people call I'm him?
0: A bit of the Dead Man, and also like the not the modern Undertaker, but like 2009 Undertaker, 2008. Yeah, that's yeah. like
1: the favorite. He, yeah. he um. He kind of had a resurgence against Edge and he really kind of... And the the feud he had with Batista as well, which is one of my all-time favorite feuds where, you know, they just went at it, you know, he could just go at it. And even though he was, you know, a lot older than, you know, a lot of the younger guys, he was just able to go out there and just, you know, wrestle like a... Yeah.
0: Phenomenal, you know. I mean, I don't want to sound like a cliche, but Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker is like... In my opinion, the the biggest WrestleMania match ever. So, I mean, I'm a big fan of the two matches they had, and I mean, the whole storyline and everything it was, in my opinion, amazing. Oh, but it, um, I mean, unbelievable. Everyone, everyone thinks that. I, I, guess so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. I mean, yeah. that that I mean, as well. The thing is with with that particular match, the the one I. I I love both of them in different ways. I think everyone does. the The one at twenty five, though, because it was the first time they'd wrestled against each other in years, and just the fact it was in Texas, where they were both from, and just the way it built up, and you know, just the yeah. it, it, too good to it, be true. It was, it was, you know, an absolute, you know, roller coaster, and you know, it was such a. If you were ever going to show anybody why you love watching wrestling, that's the match yeah. I would show people. That's- just and I I mean as well I think the thing is for you because this is one of the other questions I was going to ask you is so coming up training as a wrestler where did that kind of start was it kind of emulating what you'd seen on tv like some wrestlers do or did you hunt out of school and do it through the school or how did it all start for you in terms of the in-ring stuff
0: (laughs) oh okay so that's kind of a funny question because I start like most of the backyarders on a trampoline (laughs) Yeah, I was fighting with my little brother, um, <laughs> and we kicked each other's ass, <laughs> yeah. and threw each other off the trampoline on card blocks, and stuff like that, so, yeah, I mean, it was, my mother didn't really like that, so, yeah. I just looked for a place to train, and I found one, uh, the Israeli Wrestling League Academy, uh, ah, yeah. which was, which is my house here in Israel, it's my, uh, it, I mean, it's one of the, the, of the three promotions here in Israel, and in my opinion, it's the best one, but who am I to judge? <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's my I am. I anything bad about it. Uh, yeah, and I had like the most amazing trainers and all of my good friends from he, from there. I mean, it was an amazing school and amazing place to start. Um and since then, you know, it was I started at twenty fifteen to train. And my first match was on no uh January two thousand sixteen. Um and since then, you know, it just kept on going.
1: Yeah. You know, I was about to say as well when um when I was doing the research and looking into the um Israeli Wrestling League um, had you attended any of the, the shows beforehand as a fan? Did you actually go to them or was it just yeah. straight in? Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I used to watch the shows um, and then I just got into it as a wrestler.
1: It's, I mean, that's really cool because the thing is as well with um, with Israel in particular, the, the wrestling scene over there is something I know it's only... I've only seen snippets through sort of social media and through research, really deep research, really, you know, because it's kind of really off the beaten track, like in certain aspects, it's got more known now, um, due to particular matches, which we'll get into later on. But, you know, um, like, is the scene quite, um, is it sort of very underground or is it a lot more
0: very underground? Um, mostly because people in israel don't really like wrestling i think i mean people here prefer the ufc and mma i mean in general uh more than professional wrestling in this case yeah Uh, just because i mean people like blood and stuff like that and we don't do that stuff like that much we keep the shows very pg
1: yeah
0: um so I guess that's why, but I mean, we had shows with like more than thousand people in crowd in the crowd. So
1: wow, it's... So, yeah.
0: I mean, that's something.
1: <laughs> Definitely a lot. I mean, that that's that's a big that's a as they would say in the you know big gate as they say. That's a lot of people coming to a show. You know, that's a lot. And I mean, um, in in terms of the actual, you were saying you were brought up through the uh, Israeli Wrestling League Academy. As I was looking into. Um, you know, you had some great matches down there. And are there any particular matches or memories you have from those early years or opponents, you know, or um, like funny uh, moments as well coming up? Like, was there anything <laughs> funny what happened?
0: Yeah, I mean, I can think about the story maybe. Um, I mean, my last match in the IWL was against my trainer, the Black Leopard. Oh, yes. Uh, right before I joined the army. I uh, served in the army for two years. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so that was my last match there, and I really liked it. I mean, as a uh, really underdog, like, character, it was my first win there, so it was like a big thing for me. Um, and the funniest thing is that I didn't know I'm going to win that match. I mean, I headed into that match. I mean, Everyone knows that wrestling is scripted, right? I'm not gonna. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to ruin anyone' <laughs> <laughs> dream here. But uh, I was going into that match and I knew I'm, I'm gonna lose that match. And then there's a part there that after um, I received a burning hammer. Um, and then my trainer just told me Psst. so listen, kick me, go to the top rope. Hit a shooting star press and pin me, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, are you sure about that? That's what I asked him. He says, "Like, yeah, just do it." And yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, the tears at the end was real, hundred yeah.
1: percent. <laughs> so how did it feel taking a burning hammer? How did that feel?
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't recommend it to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. I mean, yeah, wrestling is. Wrestling can hurt you a lot, if, yeah. <laughs> if you think yeah. it's not. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, it was a really good match. I really liked it. And I also liked working with Talbaron, Rikson um the White Leopard. I had so many great matches there. And I mean, there are many people here in Israel that I haven't got a chance to face. Uh, names like Ken Kerbis, Sadar Horvitz. I mean, I can go on and on about the talents in Israel. Um, but you should definitely look for them.
1: I definitely. Mean, um, I really pretty... uh, yeah.
0: And yeah, I mean, something that's, I mean, my goal here in Israel is to work with anyone that I can. I mean, everyone who wants, because I believe that the people here in Israel want to see us working together. So I just want to bring them, I mean, the best product I can.
1: Oh, I mean... Absolutely. And like I said, the the snippets I've seen of your work in, you know, in particular has just been so, you said there about doing a shooting star press and, you know, you're so athletic (laughs) and so um, crisp, you know, it's just so, um, and and what I mean is, is that a lot of times when people are so young in their careers, like there are certain wrestlers I've seen who kind of, they they aren't necessarily as seasoned as that to be able to be naturally talented but your your talent just shines through so incredibly and you know the the stuff you've been able to you know perform and stuff you've been able to do like the shooting star press the you know the moon salts and just the aerial stuff and the um, springboard um, you know kicks and heel kicks it's, it's unbelievable you know i mean like we are naturally gifted in that sense as well was it something what came naturally or is it just kind of something which you know you're in there and it started happening like had you been able to be gymnastic uh, in that sense
0: i mean i've always had like a gymnastic side i mean yeah I train, uh, and i mean it's not really gymnastic but i i used to do flips when i was like 10 years old even i mean earlier around eight years old i started doing flips so that came natural for me. Um and again all the kicks and all that stuff, I mean things just really came easy to me in that I mean that part. Um but yeah, I mean I had some stuff that I had to work a lot on. I mean the shooting star press is definitely one of them. I mean I worked a lot about on this move. Um, but yeah, I mean the work pays off eventually.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely like high right, sorry, highlight real stuff from what i've seen you know and just the you know the the way the crowd reacts as well and things i mean is there a great as with a lot of the wrestlers you know you get, you get the great adrenaline rush like do you take as you've got a little bit more confident in the ring are you more excited to take risks to get a strong response from the crowd because they love you i can see that they absolutely love everything you do you know that response from the audience you know
0: yeah the crowd um, the crowd here in Israel is, in my opinion, one of the best. I mean, they really appreciate what we're doing for them. Uh And they really give you like this feeling of, yeah, you can do everything. I mean, they're really into the matches, so that's great. Um And yeah, I mean, sometimes, I mean, the adrenaline rush can make you do stuff that you don't think you can do. I mean, like doing some tough rope stuff and all of that, I mean, that's almost not coming. Like when I train on stuff, I mean sometimes I fail, but I mean in the matches I never failed for some reason, <laughs> and I believe it's only because of the fact that I have live crowd around me.
1: <laughs> it's just it's just incredible to watch. Just that you know you're able to move so fluidly and just so and so like I said, in such a crisp manner, because, you know, probably the most, um, there there are two particular matches which stand out so far in your career with international stars. And the one I want to get into first, who I was about to say, is the comparison to you in terms of, you look like parallels of one another, is Matt Seidel, who you wrestled for the um, IPWA title. And that match, you know, and the way you worked, it just looked so natural working. I mean, What was it like getting in there with with Matt, who's such a renowned international star? I bet that was a thrill. Yeah.
0: I mean, I grew up watching him, and he always was one of the idols for me in wrestling, and it really affected my style. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I told him that. Um, Funny story is we had a rumble before the match. I had a rumble before the match. Yeah, thing was that uh, David Starr was supposed to come to this show and he cancelled for some reasons. Uh, I mean, his, it was too busy with other booking; he couldn't make it to the show. So the promoter said, "Okay, we're gonna have a like about loyal or something like that, and uh, the winner will face Matt Seidel. And I was like, "Okay, cool, let's do it." I mean, I had one match in. I mean, I had one match in like the really first matches on the card. And then I had like, I went backstage and the promoter told me, like, go talk to Matt Seidel. he who wants to talk to you. And I was like, why? Yeah. <laughs> Do feel anything that he does or something like that? I mean... <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going there and he says, like, okay, we're going to walk together tonight. And I was like, seriously? Oh, shit. Like, it's yeah. like a dream comes true to, for me. Because, I mean, I grew up watching you and I told him everything. And I went into the battle Royale and I dislocated my jaw. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it was terrible. Oof. I continued the match with a dislocated jaw. Um how
1: how did that happen? Just just before I carry on. How did you dislocate? can you remember what happened?
0: I took a clothesline to pretty much do my jaw. <laughs> I uh, but it's, my I'm, I mean, no one's fault that stuff happened, stuff like that happened Yeah, the time. It's no one's fault. Um, but yeah, I mean, I really saved myself in the rest of the match because I said, like, shit, I can't get hurt anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I tried to stay, like, low on the ground. Um, and then, yeah, I just won the match. And Matt uh, Seidel came into the ring and we started working and it took me, like, two minutes to understand that, oh, okay, it's really happening right now. Yeah. And we had like 20 minutes match and it was amazing. And Marcelo is so talented and he's so good in the ring. And I can only say good stuff about him because he really taught me a lot in this match. Um. And the fact that, I mean, after that, we kept talking and he helped me a lot with other stuff. And I mean, he's a mentor for me yeah it's really amazing
1: yeah um i loved his work throughout his i followed him from early on in um ring of honor and on the independent scene and then up to wwe and then he went to japan and he wrestled in japan yeah. and new japan and he's when i found out you'd wrestled him i had to seek it out and then when i found the clips yeah. of you both it was just like watching a mirror you know mirror image of one another <laughs> you're so not you naturally is just so kind of parallels of one another and just the like i said the chemistry was just so on yeah, point it was... and it looked like it was fluid there was no um wasted kind of, there was no kind of you know like that sometimes they are feeling out though the way you've got to kind of find your way with your opponent it just looked like there was yeah. none of that and it was straight into it which must have been you know so exciting just to get in there and just work with him so you know
0: quickly yeah, was... and well after the match he went to my mother and says like and said to her you should be proud of him i mean he kicked us tonight and i mean oh. that even better
1: <laughs> oh wow yeah you um, said you know what i mean it, it, that that particular match was for the ipwa title A. i mean yeah are you um hoping to hold that title at some point as well and get the oh, first sure. title victory oh, yeah, yeah?
0: Hell yeah, I'm playing and holding that title one day. Maybe the IWL Championship as well. I mean, that's my goals here in Israel. I want to be the champion. I mean, I'm (laughs) going to work hard for it. And I believe it will come one day.
1: Oh, yeah. I I can see that that will definitely come about. You know I mean? From, like I said, the matches I've seen. And the the other celebrated match you had, which you um, you mentioned on Twitter and on social media, was against... um, Another AEW star, which is um, Sammy Guevara, and what also, was it like? Yeah, I mean, what was it like wrestling Sammy and like watching him rise to where he is in, you know, AEW and internationally? Um, what was that like?
0: So first of all, Sammy is also amazing, an amazing talent, and mm. and I can only say good stuff about him because he's really that good. Um, I mean, you can see it on TV. You don't need me to tell you that. Yeah. No. That' good, and to work with him, and I mean, wow, it's amazing because he can it really understood what i what I have in mind for this match, and I think it was like one of the biggest matches it, the Israeli scene has ever seen um like with all of the stuff we did and the fact we had high ceiling that we didn't that I didn't have with mattsey um. And, yeah, I mean, the match was so good and everything went like I wanted it to be. Uh, and the crowd really liked it. Um, and I hope that I'll get to do that again with him one day. Or maybe a triple threat with him and Matt though I mean,
1: Oh, Matt. wow.
0: Promoters it... in Israel, please book it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or, or over in um, in in America at AEW, now that things are opening up as well, that'd be awesome, you know, because, I mean...
0: Definitely.
1: <laughs> oh, that'd be. I mean, do you watch? Do you actually watch AEW over in um in Israel as well? Have you do you, um yeah. follow the the products yeah. and how all things right. have been going? Yeah. 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 Are you excited by the um? They've called it the forbidden door being opened as well. So guys from Impact and guys from New Japan going into AEW as well and seeing how you know it's all kind of opening up a little bit and like when you see Chris Jericho who's in AEW going over to WWE. I mean. Is it exciting for you as well, like it is for us? Where, Well, of like, course I think it's it exact, is. yeah.
0: Of course it is. I mean, it's always making me happy to see stuff like that because, in, I mean, I believe that one day maybe WWE and AW will do stuff together. I mean, I hope for that thing to happen. Um, and, I mean, why not? I mean, I know there are two companies that against each other rating-wise and all that, but... Um, I mean, it's only good for the wrestlers and the fans, so maybe one day. But, yeah, I mean, I like both of the products, and, I mean, there are so many good talents in WWE, of course, and AEW um, that I really want to work with <laughs> one day.
1: <laughs> so... Is there anyone in particular on the list of opponents you would... That was one of the questions I was going to ask was, is there anyone um... in the world <laughs> you would love so to face? Yeah?
0: Um... I mean, of course, working with Cody Rhodes and I mean Chris Jericho will be a dream come true to me. Mm. Um, I mean even Dustin, all of them. I mean everyone on the AW roster is amazing, and I would like to work with everyone there. <laughs> it, it's
1: such a you know, for I mean they've got such an awesome set of talent, and they've got such a diverse set of talent exactly. as well.
0: Yeah you can see everything there. You have high flyers, you have like technical wrestlers, um, you have brawlers, like you have really the the whole spectrum of styles of wrestling. I mean, and that's what's so good about the AW. I mean it's so it's just amazing to see it.
1: It's you know, such a great melting pot of you know, stars and up-and-coming talent and established talent. And I'd love to see you go up against the Lucha Brothers, personally. You and Ray Phoenix is the match I would love to see. That's <laughs> the one I would pay to see, def- after definitely, after watching you. Oh, that would be unbelievable. I just know that if that match took place, that would be like, I'd be there. <laughs> I couldn't, I, oh, that would be awesome.
0: Actually, I'm fine. I mean, Definitely.
1: Oh, he's, you know, and I think the thing as well is what's interesting when I was doing some research into the Israeli scene is that um, there's been a lot of international stars who have come over to Israel and who've wrestled more more than I actually realised had come and wrestled in Israel. And I mean, um, either as a fan or as a wrestler, I, I mean, we've just mentioned Matt and Sammy, but have you met any other sort of and international yeah. wrestlers and, and i have been at shows where they have been and were there any standout yeah, matches yeah. with them?
0: I met Atanka, Marty Gennady, um, Divan Eriks, Ross and Marshall and Kevin. I'm a good friend of Ross and Marshall. Uh, and oh, wow. Actually, I worked with them in MLW, uh, so that was nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was... I mean, I worked there a segment, I was an extra there and it was such a good experience for me to work with them in the ring i mean i worked with them with the spirit squad and with tom laura uh tom laura and Kid osborne who's also yes. a great player. um and yeah it was such an amazing experience
1: was it um because yeah i was at, it's interesting you mentioned the von erics because one of the questions i have is that um when i've sort of read about the von eric family and Tex- well, world class championship wrestling in Texas and things. The Von Erichs are massive um, over in uh, Israel, and especially Kevin Von yeah. Erich, who had his retirement match over in Israel. I believe if I'm right if I'm uh, Kevin yeah. Von Erich. Yeah, it, yeah is the are they it, like? Is it still kind of? Although you said that wrestling isn't necessarily popular over in Israel, is it kind of like a? Um, the return I mean, of sort if of well, uh...
0: if you go to someone on the street, I mean, and is thirty plus or thirty-five plus years old, I mean, he he will probably know who's Kevin, yeah, American about. The... Ah, so yeah, that's I mean, the biggest show we had in Israel is when Kevin had his retirement match and Tatanka came as well, and I mean, we had a roster full of talents for that show. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, that was his last match, and I think we had like uh, more than a thousand people in the crowd. I mean, it was so amazing to see that. Uh, I was there, I mean, I walked there, yeah, uh, and it was so amazing to see everything. I mean, just to talk to Kevin and see his like what he thinks about this team here and the wrestlers here. I mean, it was amazing.
1: He is amazing. I have nothing but. As a as a fan of wrestling, I've um watched him for, you know, a long time or I've I've sought out his work after watching him and, and his and his family, you know, the Von Ericks and what's interesting is is when I do watch the something about world class kind of grabbed me and I think it's because it is so kind of it looked although it had a national tv deal deal and all that kind of stuff it still looks very underground very much like the Israel you know the Israel scene it's very kind of you know like the sportatorium those kind of like small buildings but rabid fans and stuff like that (laughs) and Kevin just just kind of Seems to be, much like yourself, just the fans just gravitate to him, you know, and it just, like, it's such a wonderful feeling to, must be a wonderful feeling to have that, where, you know, people from, you may, I mean, he's obviously from the United States, but um to come over to somewhere like Israel, where you would probably not expect people to know who you are, to then come in be yeah, treated with um, that kind of reception, it must be unbelievable, you know?
0: Yeah, and you can, I think he talked about it in one of his, uh, Duco, the commentaries, um, but yeah, I mean, he always loved Israel. I mean, and the Israeli crowd here, and I mean, for someone who's sixty plus years old, I mean, he's strong. I mean, I know, I yeah. felt, and <laughs> and strong. I mean, it's amazing to see him working, and I mean, he gave us a seminar in the IWL. Wow. Yeah, I mean, just to learn from him was such an amazing experience as well.
1: What a privilege! Um, you know, and and it's great to see his sons, Russian Marshall. You know, like you just mentioned, going up the ranks in MLW as well, and they're destined for stardom as well. I mean, they're just naturally gifted in the yeah. ring as well, and just so talented. So, um,
0: yeah,
1: um, you know and I mean? It because one of the other one of the other things is as well um, as well as wrestling in. Um, um, Israel, sorry. Um, you were saying you're hoping to um, go to the United States at some point. Um, have you, are you hoping as well to branch out into other places in Europe? Of or... yeah? yeah, of
0: course. And I recently moved to Germany. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, I moved to Düsseldorf and I came back to Israel to get the vaccine, and I just stuck here because Germany is now closed. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, I mean, I, but I'm going to be back in Europe as soon as I can, that's for sure. I mean, yeah. I, I want to get my name out there in the scene and to work as much as I can there. Uh, in Germany, in England, everywhere, literally everywhere I can. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, maybe even try to go to Japan and Australia. I don't know. I mean, everywhere I want to travel anywhere I can.
1: Yeah, it's um.
0: <laughs>
1: oh yeah, you know I mean that is the and and I think the thing is you've got such a as I've said with your ring ring style it's so transferable and it's just so engaging to the to the audience it just fit in into any roster anywhere in the world you know and I mean um, heading over to to Germany I mean was it um have did, before lockdown hit um were you um. Going to start training, or were there any um, promotion start?
0: I was supposed to train at the WXW Academy. Ah, yeah, and, and then COVID hits again, <laughs> and they closed the academy. So unfortunately, I haven't got to wrestle there yet or train there. Um, but I will do that for sure. I mean, yeah. I'm waiting the academy to go back to action, and I'll go there. Oh yeah you know I'll i mean, be then um... i'll be the first to come in i mean
1: <laughs> have you watched a lot of um wxw as well as a fan have you seen a lot of their yeah. output yeah. yeah
0: yeah i mean i really like their style there i mean it's different than my style that's for sure but i'm always up to learn some new styles um i mean yeah i have a lot to learn from there i mean just look at the talents there. Yeah. I mean, Walter, for example, uh, is definitely a wrestler I'm looking up, up to. I mean, his style is amazing. And, I mean, I don't want to get chopped by Walter. I mean, yeah. I won't, don't want to get chopped by him at the same time because I'm terrifying. <laughs> but, <laughs> but also saying, like, I mean... If he's gonna do that, I'm not gonna say no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, um yeah, I mean the match he had against um Ivan uh sorry uh Ilger, um, Dragunov Dragonov last year was just uh, 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 oof, you know talk about I mean seeing some wars did had against one another in WXW and they were something, you know, and then seeing them go at it in NXT UK was an absolute
0: It was yeah, it
1: was <laughs> He um they just it's just so hard hitting. I think that's the thing is it's and it and it's just so I've spoken to other wrestlers from Europe and, you know, it's traditional kind of European German style wrestling in that it's very hard hitting and very, you know, full-on kind of impact it's no mucking about kind of you know i don't want to use the word strong style because that's not really kind of it but you know what I'm, you know what i'm trying to say though don't you yeah. like as you just said you you feel every hit it's not like you kind of you know you'll yep. you'll get a stinger <laughs> or two
0: <laughs> i mean you're definitely going out bruised that's for sure yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: um you, you definitely you know, not be allowed to go into the back into the dressing room if you had not got a few welts <laughs> here or there. I think <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> um, I, my match with uh, with Matsevel—he chopped the living crap out of me. Oh uh, god! <laughs> I mean, I had fun with that because I mean, I didn't feel anything after the two first after the first two chops. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. I, I mean the... the Marks he left on my chest was there for like two weeks after the I so... <laughs> <laughs> don't. I don't want to think about what happened to Walter and Dragonov.
1: <laughs> I think um they'd be there for a few months. They're probably still there now. You know I don't know. Be <laughs> weeks. Okay. Um, one of the one of the cool things as well you just mentioned off air um as well as as wrestling is that you're an um you're a graphic designer so in terms of graphic design what kind of stuff do you um do you design and what kind of does that involve is it based around wrestling or is it anything or anything what does that involve
0: um i'm working with a gear uh with the lucha if you know them it's oh yeah gear for wrestlers so i'm making gears for them oh cool Uh, and yeah i mean i designed some gear for wrestlers here in Israel, some merch for guys here in Israel, my merch that you can get on my Instagram if you want. Go check it out. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And, uh, yeah, I mean, I worked with uh, wrestlers from the United States. I designed stuff for them as well. Uh, It's really, I mean, most of it is around wrestling, of course, but I mean, I can do other stuff as well
1: that's awesome you know and i mean in terms of kind of graphic design and stuff like that do you have any inspirations of where you get your ideas from or is it all kind of just i mean throw just it and see
0: everything i mean everything you see you can turn into graphic i mean you can see uh i mean i don't want to go on the classic stuff but you can see like superhero gear and get inspired by that you can see like uh like a picture or something that you like or like uh a view that you like, and you can turn that into graphic. I mean, anything is possible. I mean, you can draw literally everything.
1: Oh yeah, you know, um, I think it's real. I, I I admire anybody who you know is able to design anything. My my graphic design skills are best not <laughs> spoken about. they you know, even a stick man is too much. <laughs> it's too difficult for me, let alone graphic design. <laughs> but I highly admire anybody who can.
0: You know, we need you need to know, start somewhere. I mean.
1: <laughs> absolutely you know um and i mean have, have you um in terms of designing sort of like ring gear and stuff like that kind of um have you had any sort of um have, have you had anybody who has recommended you if you get what i mean so anyone you've designed gear for and then they said oh that's really cool where did you get that from and then someone's been recommended um, to you from someone else has that happened as well as you get a lot of kind of
0: recommendations
1: from new people I mean people? I'm working
0: with I'm working with my close friends so I mean I designed some shirts for Gino Medina from MSW oh cool so yeah I designed him some of his shirts I mean uh, for most of the guys here in Israel and a few tight designs for guys in the US, in the US I mean that's pretty much it for now uh, because I'm not doing it like full-time because I don't have time for that yeah (laughs) unfortunately Uh, um but yeah if if someone asks me for help i mean i'll help
1: (laughs) oh yeah you know um that's so cool though that you know you're able to you know design uh, i mean um in terms of designing your own gear you've got really cool gear i think it looks really you know (laughs) awesome no i think it looks awesome you know because one of the things i was going to say as well is that um you know one of the um, striking things about you when you're working is that your your gear kind of is so colourful and um, gra- like graphically appealing and is there anything kind of with your attire you would like to either add you know because you, when you do return to the ring is there anything you'd like to modify or you'd like to add on or is oh, there anything you thought you'd want to add so on many. like um, I yeah? have
0: like so many new designs that I'm, I can't wait to wear uh... <laughs> And that's what I did most of the time during the COVID and the pandemic. I mean, I just designed a lot of new gears for me, new tires. <laughs> <laughs> there are definitely some really cool stuff coming. Um, and you, you the only thing you can do is wait. <laughs> <And> <laughs> wait till I I'll have some matches and then uh, you'll see them. <laughs> that's oh, sure.
1: yeah, Definitely. <laughs> So I was about to say as well, just this kind of, well, the the two final questions. Uh, what are you most, um, I mean, you're obviously excited to get back into the ring, but kind of what can the future hold um, for the fans of, uh, of Al goldschmidt What kind of is, um, is due to happen? What's, what's the next step? Uh,
0: it's such a good question. Um, I mean, I'm hoping to go back to the States, of course. I mean, I want to travel there, to work there as much as I can. Um, Breaking into the European scene, definitely one of my backlist uh, thing to do. Um, What else? What else? A lot of new merchandise because (laughs) graphic design is something I'm I'm doing as well. So that's something I'll probably do and i mean just wait and see because i have some new stuff in, my, in the sleeve so you'll have to wait and see awesome but i can't I, wait I, i'm aiming as far as i mean as high as i can the That's sky's it.
1: the limit the sky's the limit i can't what? wait
0: and people landed on the moon i mean you can go even farther you can <laughs> You Don't can. Let me you can. To the sky. <laughs>
1: the world is your oyster or the universe is your oyster however you want to put it you know i cannot <laughs> wait you know i cannot cannot wait and um, just a final question um so where can people find you on social media or where can because i found some of your matches as well kind of online where can people find your work to seek that out as well so the floor is yours so-
0: Oh yeah, you can find it on YouTube, just search my name, Yuval Goldschmidt, Y-U-V-A-L-G-O-L-D-S-H-M-I-T. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Yuval Goldschmidt as well, Twitter, Facebook, pretty much anywhere. Um, and you can get my merchandise at teas, or my own site, check my Instagram if you need the link. Um... And that's pretty much it.
1: <laughs> awesome. Absolutely awesome. It's been an absolute privilege and a pleasure to learn about your career and the mo and the thing is the moments that are only have only just occurred in the early part of your career, you know, you um that as like you said, that we just said the sky's the limit. I know that from seeing your work that, you know, you're gonna be destined for amazing things and it's just been an absolute privilege to be able to speak to you about the work you've done. And just um, the the time in your the time you've had in Israel as well. I mean, I know you said you're over in Germany, but I hope that you're able to help Israel wrest or Israeli wrestling grow even further than it already has done. You know, because it's helped me to learn a lot more about the scene through watching you. So, just thank you as
0: well. <laughs> thank you very much for everything. Um, <laughs> and I mean, if you want me back on the show, I'm up for that because I really like it here and. <laughs> Thank you again for the interview. I mean, my pleasure. Anytime. And don't forget to listen to the other podcasts. No. I mean, your podcast. No, your podcast with the other wrestlers.
1: Ah. (laughs) Don't watch any
0: other podcast. Only this podcast.
1: I do my best. I do my best. Um, I'm not good at taking compliments, Val. Well. I'm not good at it. I always get kind of a bit shy about it and that people, you know, oh, and, you know, thank you. That means a lot, you know, um, and it's, um as I always say just before we, we close, all my main aim is in life is to, as a wrestling, I'm a wrestling fan, and as long as the wrestlers who I'm interviewing, it can help expose their work to more people, and to more promoters and to more wrestlers to who they want to face them, then I feel I've done my job as a fan. And, you know, that's the main thing for me. Um, so thank you. That means a lot.
0: Thank you. I mean, I can't thank you enough for that opportunity and everything. I mean, it's always my pleasure.
1: Thank you. <laughs> and we'll definitely have you on when again when, um, you oh, know, you've sure. started. But, yeah. Okay. When you started working again and things and things open up again, definitely have you back on and speak about the matches you've had and follow up, definitely. Can't wait. Well, you can find BBG Wrestling on Twitter at BBG Wrestling and you can find us on our website at www.bbgwrestling.com. So that does it again for me, Stephen Jackson, with another exclusive interview. Thanks for listening, everybody, and thank you, Aval.
0: Thanks. Bye.
1: See you later.